Yo, this is Maddie Ray, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. What's going on, guys? You're on the sideline, the sideline guys. I'm your host, Derek Myers, and we are joined again by uh, Rick Sincere from MTMV Sports. What's going on, bro? I'm chilling, brother. How you doing? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Um, Ezekiel Elliott is doing better than both of us at this point. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> man, massive contract. What? what uh, so he got six years, ninety million. I think it's close to fifty million guaranteed. What were your thoughts on that? I love it for Zeke, man. If you really look at it, um, there is not a better running back for that team than Zeke. He's the most valuable player on their team. Mm-hmm. They need to they needed to make sure he got paid. He's been like he's been everything to that offense. If you really look at it, he's the spark plug that gets that offense going. Right. If he's absent, then there's a loss of identity for that for that offense, especially because it feels so built around him. He has everything that you need as a running back to add to your team. He catches the ball well out of the backfield. He's a power runner inside. He breaks long runs. Um, he's just everything to that team, man. He's, he's almost about, well, about 70% of their offense can go through Zeke, mm-hmm. right? Zeke is a power plug for that offense, especially when you have receivers who you're still kind of, you know, getting to know a little bit, right? Right. Um, Cooper... So Cooper should be great this season, right? Um, there, there seems to be a great connection between Dak and um, Gallup, right? Like, mm-hmm. he, he's starting to like him a little bit, and, and I want to see how that develops over the course of the season. But, and Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb's a great slot guy. Um, I think Randall Cobb will be pretty good this season. Actually, I have high hopes for him because if you remember his relationship with his former slot guys, right, he's always had a pretty decent relationship with people who you should be able to throw the ball to mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm. Right, like um, tight ends and slot guys, and and so he's he's always been that type of guy. Um, but Zeke is another one of those guys who he can dump the ball off to or check down, and he seems to be more of a check down, control the offense type of quarterback. And so, mm-hmm. man, I'm 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 a hundred percent down with this, especially since they're now gonna get a full line. Like their line is back, the center's back, right, right. And because their line is back, what you going to do? Like, and their defense, right? So you, now you have a great defense. You secured your running game with Zeke again. They're right back in contention. Yeah. Um, I think Zeke definitely deserved the contract. Um, I I know that this, this is going to be uh, very interesting in terms of seeing the actual details of it. Um, but he deserved the money. Um you're you're correct. That offense goes right through him, um, which I wanted to talk to you about that too. Um, uh, one of the guys that that we uh, were in a group with uh, yesterday was talking to me about uh, uh, Zeke and Dak and who is who is more irreplaceable. He actually had an argument that Dak was the more irreplaceable one, and Zeke was easier to replace. Um, of course, that's not true, <laughs> but uh, Dak, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Dak after this, because mind you, Wentz got his contract extension beginning of the season, like beginning of the offseason, 
Jared Goff just got his yesterday, uh, which is a four-year, $134 million contract. Um, so how do you see this affecting, with Zeke signing uh, today, how do you see that affecting Dak? I still think Dak gets his money. Um, I, I really do because I what think kind of Jerry money? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he goes forty million a year, right? Um, but I think somewhere, you know, somewhere in the mid range amount. I don't really foresee him breaking the bank. I, I don't, um, and I don't think he should, and I don't think he should demand that. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. But that's what it looks like he's doing. He's trying to get forty million a year, especially after Carson got his contract. Um, you see, they've the already extended Jalen Smith. The question is how how real is that? Like, is he really trying? Like, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um, I heard reports that that wasn't real, and he wasn't really asking for that. What thirty nine? And if he's smart, he won't ask for that. <laughs> he's gonna need help. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like they're gonna need to spread this money around a little bit because now, okay, cool. We got we got Zeke out the way. You know, praise God. But we got to hook up Amari, and hopefully he falls back to earth a little bit. Not a lot yeah. of it. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> if he plays out of his mind, like he played last um last year at the end of it, bro, mm-hmm. he's gonna command. Amari, right? Yeah, Amari's yeah. gonna command. Yeah. Dak at the same time. He can command, I mean, that can command a reasonable amount of money. So he shouldn't be seeking to be the new highest paid quarterback in the league. I don't think so. What's reasonable be... to you, though? Gosh, it's so hard to put a value on this dude. Um, let me see. Let me see. What's Drew making now? Drew Brees? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good question. Because huh. I think Drew's always teetered around that twenty million a year type of situation. Yeah, I know that's where uh, Tom Brady is. Um, he's making he's averaging twenty five a year. That's what I thought. Yeah. So he yeah. he's always around that twenty, and now you know he's he's um he's going there. He's about twenty five, right? Mm-hmm. And honestly, I know, you know, they were talking 40. Remember, Drew is now on these one-year, two-year contract deals. You know what I mean? Like LeBron. And so um, commanding about, you know, 20 a year, 25 a year. But he can do that because all the endorsements and all the other stuff he has. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dak has some endorsements, I'm pretty sure. I'm Dan pretty and- sure he's down there selling hot dogs in Dallas or something. <laughs> so Didn't he take over Dan and Yogurt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After my boy Cam <laughs> asked that lady that question, yeah. Man, that ruined him. <laughs> oh, you talking about route? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay, okay, all right, nice. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, you know, pardon me. I just, I'm just not used to women, you know, talking like that. Talking or whatever. sports. <laughs> <laughs> did you say it? and go <laughs> what <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> yo <laughs> but um but no okay so if i'm if i'm dak then i command between i'm gonna say a number you might not agree with either 
between right. 28 and 30. That's on the high end to me. I, I, I think know. I, I know think, it's on the high end. Yeah, I think but, he should be around 20 to 25. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you, but at the same time, this man needs his money. So, he you know needs, what I mean? Like he needs to get secured. But if you're because who knows who knows what's gonna happen, man? Who knows what's gonna happen to to Dak? Like, and who knows what's gonna happen to his coach? And Dak, this may be the best Dak we're going to see. <laughs> what last year's Dak or this one? This well, last year's Dak and this year's Dak. Like this Dak, the version of Dak we're looking at right now. You know, how some um, quarterbacks take that next step, and all of a sudden their you know numbers become astronomical, and and they start to do stuff that you didn't expect to see. Yeah, you, the same type of development we're hoping to see from Lamar Jackson. Like, yeah. if this Lamar Jackson is the one we're going to see the entire time, then we'll always be, you know, happy but unimpressed. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're hoping to see him take the next step. Same way we saw Vic take the next step when he came back from jail, right? Like, that 2010 <laughs> Vic, you remember? Yeah. <laughs> he took the next step as a quarterback. And so, um, Russell Wilson, he was great when he started, right? Mm-hmm. But then he took the next step, and mm-hmm. the next step was his his development. And kind of, so we're kind of waiting or hoping that Dak takes the next step. At first, it was like, "Yo, this kid is better than I thought," and he's always been just a little bit better than you thought. But now you're kind of expecting a certain thing, and you're hoping that he goes beyond your current expectations of him. And so, for him, right. He's he's always been at a disadvantage not having great receivers, but now he has at least one, so he can't claim that anymore. Right. We're hoping to see him take the next step. If Dak can take the next step, then yes, I believe Dak deserves twenty eight thirty. Right? If he stays where he is right now and we don't see anything more from him, then if I'm him, I'm asking for twenty eight thirty. Because maybe because <laughs> maybe there maybe they believe in my potential still you know what i mean man look, even though this is my best this is what four years now so you think we've seen what we've seen and this is it you're talking about like a real step you know how old people walk when they're on walkers yep that little half step i think that's going to be the the max we see I don't really? I don't think we're going to see the 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 progression from Dak. Like this is what I was arguing um uh yesterday. Like Dak is not among the elite or even a tier below the elite. He's a solid solid quarterback. Um but he's not like he's not the like the Brady's or Breeze or Rodgers of the world. Like, he is who he is. I don't think we're going to see much else from him. Because it's not like he hasn't had a line this entire time. It's not like he hasn't had Zeke this entire time. But he hasn't had a group of receivers that can get open the entire time. Okay. I mean, but you had you had Dez for, what, one year? Dez, at that time, couldn't separate from coverage. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. Kinda, I don't that's know. That's kind of been the deal. I don't that, know. That's, 
because he's not he's not even even with saying that he's not very accurate downfield. That's why he needs more separation. No, <laughs> 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 that's the deal. That's why a guy like Michael Thomas can flourish in a situation with Drew Brees, right? And make mm-hmm. it seem like he's like one of the best. And he is really good. You know what I mean? He's great. Even yeah. though he doesn't get a ton of separation, Drew Brees can throw things on a dime. So you just need a little separation and you're going to get a lot of production. Right. 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 With guys who have less separation, I mean, with less accuracy, right? You need more separation. Right. And I don't see that coming from Dak. I call him Dink and Dunk Dak. I don't, I don't, I don't see him hitting those long darts consistently. I'm sorry. I don't I don't I just don't see it. He he can't do what like Tony Romo used to do. He can't do what you were talking about with Drew Brees being able to hit it on the dime and be very accurate. He can't do that. Um not to say that he hasn't done it every once in a while, but that's kind of like almost like luck a little bit. It's not it's not in his skill set to hit accurate long long uh long passes yeah i I don't think that's what i'm saying i don't think he can do that commonly or normally but Mm. that's why i'm advocating well well, that's what i'm saying with this new group of receivers you have a guy like randall cobb who can separate at least in the slot still right he's still an explosive athlete younger than most people think and he can separate in the slot because he can separate you have a little bit more room to be inaccurate, which he is. When you have Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper can separate for right. real, for real. Right, right. Right? So because he can separate from coverage, he, that just needs to be accurate enough to throw to an open receiver. Mm-hmm. He He's not really great at throwing to a, a really covered receiver, but if he's throwing to it, a receiver who's breaking free on a route, then that little lack of accuracy that he has, can be covered up because you have better targets. We haven't seen Dak with great targets who can get free from coverage. We just haven't seen it. That's right. why he's thinking dunk Dak because he can he trusts the stuff that's open. So mm-hmm. the dunk, oh, I'm sorry, the dinks <laughs> are normally open. <laughs> Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Like um, like okay, we have a wheel route, so mm-hmm. Zeke will do a wheel route. Bam. Mm-hmm. We could throw to Zeke on a wheel route because Zeke's probably open. Zeke's yeah. not covered. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you have um who's who's the Cole Beasley? Cole Beasley used to come through on the slants. Slants are the hardest routes to cover, especially um coming from the slot if you don't have, you know, linebacker help right there. Mm-hmm. So if your linebacker's out in coverage or if they're blitzing or something like that and you have that real underneath slant, my God, it's right there for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He can throw to Cole, and that's why Cole was going off, because Cole was getting open. He didn't right. have to challenge his accuracy in certain instances. And that's kind of that's kind of my whole thought on 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 Dak. Let's see if Dak can take the next step with a new group of receivers. So are we talking about Dak getting paid after this season or are we talking about mid-season? What what are you thinking? That's a good question. Um <laughs> Man, after I spend a lot of money, I don't like to come right back around and spend a lot more money. <laughs> so, yeah. but, you know, granted, I'm not rich. Um, 
So I don't know how Jerry likes to spend his money, bro. Like, he might want to, you know how, you know, sometimes you get in that spending mood and you're like, man, I want to buy the whole set. Like, just give me all of it. Yeah. So he might want to take care of the whole set right now. Like, you know, just pay all all the guys right now. He took care of Jalen Smith, Lael Collins, I think, uh, and within short ago. order, right? Short order, very short order, like, right? Yeah, and Leo Collins, Zeke, Zeke. So yeah. He, he might be in spending money mode, bro. So, but priority? Are you are you paying Dak first, or are you paying Amari first? I'm paying Dak first. I don't know what's gonna happen with Amari. <laughs> the reason why I'm asking is because you already spent that first round pick. You know, what I'm saying you traded that away for Amari. Are you yep. not gonna try and lock that up first? Nope. You gonna let him test the market? I'm gonna let him prove it this year. We'll be talking about it all season. Like we'll we'll have discussions. But um, I've seen if 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 a wide receiver needs a change of scenery to mm-hmm. unlock their full potential, yeah, that means to me that you lost motivation, you lost something, mm-hmm. and you're not always a you know what I mean. Like you're not always a self starter. You mm-hmm. have to be threatened. In order to give me your best again, yeah. Where was this in Oakland? Yeah, yeah. So when are you going to get tired of the Dallas traffic or upset with Dak or when is Zeke gonna, you know, steal your lunch money? Like what? What's gonna happen here, <laughs> right? That's yeah. gonna make you lose motivation here. I yeah. need to see it. I I saw it a little bit last year in that little short interview, but I need to see it over the course of a season before I give you a raise, my friend. Okay, so Dak and then Amari, and you're doing both oh, yeah. at the end of the season. Um, like I said, I feel like, I feel like based on the way he's been going, I said, I don't like to spend a lot of money right after. Right. But mm-hmm. you got, you look at a guy like Jerry Jones, like you, we just said, he took care of Jalen. He took care of um, Lyle Collins. Right. He, he just took care of Zeke. Um, he may be in that mood where he's like, yo, let's just take care of this now. I, I feel like we got a Super Bowl win on our hands. Let's just knock it out now. Right. And if I do, then and if we if we're getting there, right, then let's go ahead and lock Zeke. I mean, lock Dak up too. So he might be ready to lock Dak up now. Okay. Um. All right. At least in the you know next few weeks or so. Um. If he's not ready to lock Dak up, I'm gonna say this. <laughs> it may depend on how Dak looks. Um. In the first month of the season. Yeah. Okay. Because this that's what I was about to ask you. Would you consider trading him for a cheaper option that could that? fill in? Yeah. No. You wouldn't do that. Uh-uh. I think it'll um I think it'll hurt chemistry. Okay. And and you can't you can't just trade your starting quarterback um in the middle of the season. No, or I, even at the I, very beginning of the season, right? I'm saying like if you're if you're talking about Okay, let's say for you'll example kill, you'll kill all your hopes for the Super Bowl this year if you do that. Let's say for example they're they they're they're not in the playoffs or don't go as far in the playoffs as they think they're gonna go this year. Do you consider it at that point? Oh, you mean at the end of the season? At the end of the season. Do you consider oh, yeah, trading yeah. him? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. Probably for draft picks. Um, because this next quarterback class is gonna be nice. Yeah, but it looks like the Dolphins are already making that that push Lock for Tua. <laughs> <laughs> they look like they're making that push for Tua. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
going Man. down to a beach. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know what? And I hate it for him because if he is going to go to Miami, there is no protection down there. There's I mean, there's no none one now. There. No one down there. Well, so. guess what? Bro, they wholesaling everything. They're giving up the farm. They, I mean, they just yeah. traded. Yo, they're going full tank mode. Like, it's trust the process in Miami right now. Yeah, yeah. Straight I, up. And that's that's why I was wondering if uh, Xavier, um, what was that last name? Woods, I think. Xavier Woods, their cornerback. I was wondering if they're going to try to trade him next. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Everybody's that, on the market. Anybody yeah. with value is on the market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you look at it, um, <laughs> you start Ryan Fitzpatrick as your guy guy, right? After trading for Josh Rosen. Yeah. So you, you have, no, Ryan Fitzpatrick is your guy. Yeah. You traded for Rosen, right? You traded for Rosen, like, yeah. But maybe and maybe at the same time, maybe he's still developing. I mean, I, I'm hearing that he's been outplayed by Fitz. So... Either way, you start Fitz, Fitz um, Patrick, right? Um, man, Balage, Drake, I, I don't, I don't know. We'll see how that works out, right? You're, you're, you trade Kenny Stills for picks. You know what I mean? I felt like, that was more, that was more of a personal thing than business. I mean, I feel like um, the Kenny Stills it, thing. I know, I know what Stills did. I still feel like I still feel, but. Um, <laughs> I still feel you're going full tank mode. Oh, like, most you just definitely. traded Kinko Alonso for um for Beagle. Like Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I mean, yo, honestly, and, and I love that guy, right? He was he played for the Saints. And he was a core special teams guy and a developing prospect. Mm-hmm. But you don't give up a player who, you know, plays for well actually i don't know because honestly i think we put a lot of weight in the kinko and situation because we remember what he did when he was younger but currently he's been a target of passing offense he can't cover nobody to save his life yeah and so honestly they might have just been getting you know rid of him for that And, and when he was in philly that little short stint he had in philly it's the same thing like he he exploded on the first play in the first game i think Mm -hmm. and then that was it I, he was injured, and then there was nothing else he hear, heard from him. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, his name his name carried weight um, a little, uh, you know, earlier in his career. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, you know, you get traded for for a special teams guy in a straight up player for player trade. <laughs> I mean, either they're going full tank mode, right? Which I believe they are. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm dead serious on that. I believe they are going full tank mode. Oh yeah. So There's either no other way going, to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Either going full tank mode. Or, um, you know, or you're not as good as you used to be. They didn't demand any picks, and and that that would make that that makes me feel like they are going full tank mode, and you're not as good as they as you used to be. Yeah. Because if you were good, right, they would at least demand some picks, but they just gave you away. Right. Right. Yeah, man. Um. So. Coming off of this this Zeke uh, signing, how do you see this affecting Melvin Gordon? That's a great question. I thought that the Melvin, I think the Melvin Gordon situation, and I could be wrong. As a, I pray that I am wrong. As of tomorrow, I pray I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. But I feel like this Melvin Gordon situation is different from from um, from Zeke. 
because I feel not like the same type of players. Well, they're not the same type of player, right? But I mean, Melvin is a superstar, right? Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a star. At the same time, I still feel like there's a little bit more animosity there with him and the Chargers. Mm-hmm. I feel like okay, cool. The market has now been set, but he ain't getting that money. I don't think he's nah. getting um Elliot money. Oh no, there's no way in hell I just don't he think gets he that. Is. No. But I feel like he believes he deserves it. And so if he believes that he deserves this type of money and you know and I know he's not about to get it, he may they may he may try to come in well, he may come in right under him if they do try to get something done. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he may come in uh, you know, under him, definitely under. But at the same time, I feel like there's more a little bit of animosity there. You never heard talks of Zeke being traded. Zeke never demanded a trade. No. He never asked for one. And so, um, and it was always, we're going to get this done. We're going to get this done. You're not hearing that from um, from the charges. What you're kind of hearing from the charges right now is, you know, there's a deadline. We, we don't have to talk about this no more. It's time to get into the season, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And what you're hearing from Melvin Gordon is, man, I saw what Le'Veon did last year. I might do the same, even though he can't because – He's going to have to report on 10 or he won't even get this year counted. Right, right. By week 10, he needs to be there or this year doesn't count. Right. And we were right and back so here next year. He's back in the same situation. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so he's back here. He's back by week 10. But at the same time, I don't know, bro. I pray that the Zeke deal getting done opens up new lanes, opens up new things for them to talk about, Right opens up, um, you know, uh, uh, at least a structure of a contract that they can work around. Because mm-hmm. prior to that, there, there may not have been a, a contract that they could have worked around or worked towards. They could have used the girly um, contract, right? But they may not feel he's there. And But they can at least look at this Z contract and say, okay, cool. Now we can see what the numbers look like in 2019. So, right. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm not sure at the end of the day, um, how this will, will impact them, but I think it's a positive thing for Melvin Gordon. It's a positive sign for Melvin Gordon because it could lead to them having a structure for what to go off of right now. And so, so that's why I think, think it's a positive thing. You think that Gordon can get possibly close to what Zeke got? I don't give him I don't give him those numbers, bro. I don't, I don't give him either. those numbers. But I give him, um, but yeah, you said close to. Yeah. He's going to demand close to. Okay. So. He's going to demand close to. He has to. Zeke is not him. Justin Jackson ain't him. Right. Right. But seeing that, but they still, they still rely on Phillip Rivers in the passing game in, in, what's, they're not in San Diego anymore. It's Los Angeles, right? They're, 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 they're long. I mean, they're, um, they're focused on the passing game out there more so than the run game. Now. So listen to this. Zeke got six years, ninety million. Gurley mm-hmm. Gurley has four years, fifty seven point five. Le'Veon Bell got four years, fifty two point five. Uh Devontae Freeman got five years, forty one point two five. David Johnson, three years thirty nine, and Saquon at four years thirty one point two. Are you paying Melvin Gordon? anywhere near that. 
Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. And now, the time fight fans all across the globe have been waiting for. It's the MTMV main card with your man, The Voice. Whether it's spectacular striking, smothering ground and pound, the sweet science or slick submissions, we cover it all. Every single Friday, wherever you listen to podcasts, sports fans rejoice. My team, my voice. This is Hugh Douglas from 9290 Game, and you listen to MTMV Sports. You have a show that I couple with Rob Parker. It's a dynamic show, man. Please tell the people about it and where they can find it. Yeah, uh, it's the I Couple Radio Show, and it is myself and Rob Parker. It's on Fox Sports Radio. It's a national show. Uh, it's on the iHeart Radio app. And it's on Sirius XM channel 83 from 7 to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday, Eastern Time, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time, Monday through Friday. On over 350 channel or media markets nationwide. Uh, and also you can download the iCouple podcast, which are the uh, greater, greatest takes from the show. That is uh, on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or FoxSportsRadio.com. So you can download, subscribe to the podcast, and check that out. So, uh, yeah, man, definitely uh, it's been going well. It's been popping. So uh, your listeners definitely want to check out the iCouple. All right, what's up with it? This is Man Man, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked, babe. Uh, I'm paying Melvin... The thirteen million a year. Thirteen million for four? Yeah. If he'll agree to it. He ain't agreeing to that. I don't I don't think he agrees to that. And would you say that guy again? Uh who? So you said I'm sorry, Zeke. Zeke got fifteen mil a year, right? He uh he has six years ninety. Um Yeah, that's that's about fifteen million a year. Fifteen, right? yeah. And so, I would pay Melvin about thirteen five. And they're coming at ten right now, right? Let's see, I don't know where they are right now. I think the last I, don't know where I heard. Right now. I think the last I heard they were talking about ten. <sighs> he has to look. Hold on. Let me I see. don't know, man. I think the max I would do for him is. 11 or 12. So they're already in trade talks with the team. They Well, they have talked to at least one team. This comes out from mm-hmm. CBS, right, an hour ago, mm-hmm. that they've talked to one team, and they're seeking a first-round pick. Yeah, they were looking for a first and a fifth. First and a fifth, and I don't and know. He's 26. So you look at you look at Melvin. He's 26 years old, right? Um, he'll be 27 next he'll be 27 next season so this whole year you're getting 26 right so he's 26 um 26 27 28 29 right um yeah i think it calls for about a four-year 13.5 million dollar contract 
which I don't think is too bad. I I I just I don't see I don't see um Los Angeles doing anything above 12. Like I think I think the max they would go was 12. Because they 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 believe in their their passing game so much. But they use him in the passing game a lot. They do. They do. He's coming off. I mean, he's doing a lot of screens. He's running wheel routes. Like he's he's a part of their passing game too, and he's he's able to do that. Yes, they use Eckler, you know, for stuff like that as well. But this guy is key in that. Yeah. I, That's why he's a do everything running back, and I think these do everything running backs deserve money. No, like they, they do. Need to be getting paid. They do. They do. I actually forgot Saquon got paid already. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens, but. I just I don't I don't see Los Angeles budging not much anyway. If so if you're if you're an opposing GM, what are you offering up for Melvin? It depends on where I am and who I have. Um if I feel like my team is right there on a cusp and I already have a good young quarterback, then I'm giving up the first Okay. I give up the first. Um because I feel like I'm in that I'm in that time where I can do that, right? Even though I don't feel like the Chiefs need Melvin Gordon at all because Damian Williams looks good especially for that system. Mm-hmm. And now you bring in a LaShawn McCoy and I think right. he'll, you know, I think he'll help as well. You don't need a Melvin Gordon, but Melvin Gordon may be that thing to put me over the top top. Right. So I may go ahead and just make the move. You know and, what I mean? And Melvin, Even though, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So, no, I, I, I that's what I may do. But okay. Tell me what you're saying. Melvin Gordon um, followed four teams on on Instagram the other day. It was San Francisco, Atlanta, Oakland, need him, need him. and Philly. I don't like that Philly situation, but um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. If you go to Philly, like that might be a wrap. <laughs> and we'll see. And this this is what I'm thinking. Atlanta to me is already out the mix because you have Devontae Freeman. You've already locked him up, so there's really no need to go there. There's no need. Yeah. Um San Francisco and Oakland. The only reason why I'm kinda like eh is because San Francisco isn't a contender, and I know he wants to go to a contender. Well, there'll be a contender with him there. And you well, have there'll faith be in more Jimmy of Garoppolo. a contender with him there. There'll be more <laughs> of a contender, yeah. But they they have Tevin Coleman. I forgot the other running back they have there. Um, but Tevin Coleman, you know, he's he wants to be the guy now. So I don't Matt like, Breida. Matt Breida. That's right. That's right. So are you? Like if you're if you're San Francisco, do you pull the trigger on that on that, or you stay where you are? If I'm San Francisco, do I pull the trigger on pulling your Melvin Gordon? Mm-hmm. If I can, yeah. And 100%. so you know you have to get rid of one of your running backs. Who are you getting rid of? Me, um, probably Jarek McKinnon. He always hurt. He ain't never played he's, for us. He's on the IR now. I know, so we can't fully get rid of him. Yeah. Um. But why? Why do I have to get rid of a guy? 
you gonna you think you're gonna be able to split between Melvin, Tevin, and, and you Brita? mean carries? Yeah, you think you're gonna be able to yeah, split and, and keep everybody happy? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Coleman is all Coleman has played a secondary role before. He hasn't yeah, outright won secondary. that starting position anyway. Secondary, but not having to deal with three guys at once. He's always had to deal with three guys. I mean, Atlanta had a third guy, right? Yeah, um, Edo Smith wasn't doing anything, though. Not in terms of, like, threatening to take over a starting position. And, look, if Melvin Gordon comes in the room, everybody knows what the deal is. Oh, I, no question. There's, like, so, I'm, not, I'm not debating that. I'm just saying. So they'll be receiving think... backs, and, and, and they'll be okay with that. Okay. Okay. And... I mean, they get you know they they can they haven't proven themselves in the league to the point where they can just say you know that they deserve or, or have earned anything more than that. Tevin Coleman, Tevin Coleman should have come into San Francisco and taken that starting spot outright. There should be no Matt Breida talk. I agree. Right? Because I agree. He, for one, he's already been in the system with Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. Two, he's he would come was coming over to become the guy in the spot, mm-hmm. right? And he's come over and proven I'm not the guy, right? So if you can't beat out Matt Breida straight up, then come on, man. When when Melvin Gordon comes over, you know what the deal is. Uh, so so what would you think about his fit with Oakland if he went there? I would like the fit. It would give Jacobs a little time to to um to grow and learn mm-hmm. behind that Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you're talking about triplets, right? Yeah. Because now you're saying, well, not triplets, because I don't know who the third person is, but you got Antonio <laughs> Brown. Because I can't count Derek Carr as a triplet yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, you feel me? I, I, I don't disagree with you on that. So we got, um, you have Antonio Brown, Melvin Gordon, um, and, and Derek Carr. It, it seems, Derek Carr, Jacobs, right? Um, it seems that you'll be starting something. You'll be starting something, and you'll have something to go on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think that'll be good for them. And then what about Philly? I love Philly in this whole situation. I mean, I don't like it, right? Mm-hmm. As a fan of the Saints, I don't like it. <laughs> um, but as a lover of football and great football teams, um, it would be a dream situation. It makes sense. You know what? It would be everything the Jay Ajayi thing should have been. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, do you know how happy I was when we traded for him? Yeah, I remember. Uh, man, I, I I just knew he was going to pan out. I just knew it. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. I would agree with and you And it on was that. a slow realization that yeah. this ain't the guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, when I realized it, it was the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that 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 was the year. And then I, I think he got injured going um in the playoffs, so he didn't even get to play in the Super Bowl. Um Yeah, they did a running back by committee in the Super Bowl. Man. And and look, when he came over, like when he came over, I was like, "Oh, snap. This is going to be crazy." Yeah. Um but it wasn't, right? It just never turned out to be that way. Yo, what do you feel about Jordan Howard, though? Real talk. I, I love him. Um, I love is he going to be the guy, or is Miles Sanders going to be the guy? Miles Sanders will be the guy. Really? Yeah, it'll be Miles Sanders. Um, 
especially everything that I've been hearing from the camp, everyone everyone's impressed with Howard, but everyone is really impressed with Sanders. Um which is gonna be interesting to see that dynamic because I, I I was already saying um like a like a week or two ago, I actually think it's possible that Sanders will be the feature back by the end of the season. Provided that they don't trade for Melvin Gordon. Mm. But if they decide to trade for Melvin Gordon, uh Howard is definitely gonna be in that trade. Howard's definitely gonna be in that trade. And I'm okay with that. I'm I'm okay with it too. I'm okay with yeah. it too. But yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um I mean, overall, I feel like Melvin Gordon would be like he would be everything, bro. Like you at the end of the day, you'd feel like um you you feel like we're right there again. Super Bowl Philly, you know? I, I feel it so, already, so You feel it already? I feel it already, bro. I'm I'm Mm. We're gonna make our our NFC AFC predictions pretty soon, but actually, I said on the last episode, I, I I see Philly coming out the NFC. Okay, yo, you ready to make your predictions for um for the game this week? Yeah, yeah. So tomorrow we're starting kicking off the season with uh, Green Bay and Chicago in Chicago. We already know how that game's gonna go. <laughs> we already know. What what's your prediction though? Man, honestly, tomorrow is when I'm gonna realize that I'm very upset I didn't pick Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, fantasy. That, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm gonna realize tomorrow. Okay. Because you forget at times who when they're just names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rolling, you yeah. you semi forget you kind of fall in love with you know other names versus others. Tomorrow I'm gonna feel tomorrow, Friday and Saturday I'm probably gonna feel <laughs> like um, I made a mistake. But um, but if you look at a Rob, bro, the cool part about this offense is that he should be rejuvenated, right? He should be coming in um to a situation where him Adams. Um, you know, just his litany of receivers now. Hopefully, a Jimmy Graham if he's healthy. He's, he's he, reports are saying that he's full go. I right? thought Jimmy Graham um, retired. Aaron Jones. Who? Jimmy Graham. You Jimmy Graham retired. Hold on. I thought he, he did. Did not he not? Retired. No. <laughs> okay. That was Gronk. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Jimmy just looked like he needs to retire. Yeah, but, um, okay. <laughs> but, yo, you should have saw him try to block somebody the other day. Like, I, it was so bad, bro. <laughs> like, the guy was coming, and he, like, tapped him on the shoulder, I guess. <laughs> and then the guy just took the wrong angle and missed the running back, right? And mm-hmm. Jimmy was like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> I could have blocked him next time, next time, next time. But, um, <laughs> Yo, oh, um, but he's still a great receiving um, threat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep, multiple guys with, with the Packers right now that people are, are getting excited about. Geronimo, they're excited about him too. <laughs> um, Allison, he, he should be a good pull. Um, so I still think that the Bears are a really good team. Yeah, if you're in the PPR, I think tomorrow you also regret 
not I'm sorry. I think um, Thursday night, right? I think you also for regret not pulling a Tariq Cohen because I feel like he's going to be you know mm. a big part of that offense, especially receiving out of the backfield, especially if you're in the PPR. Yeah. So anyway, beyond all that, um, bro, I think they always play hard. They always play tough. We don't know how that's going to go. In my estimation, I I'm unsure. Really? I know we believe that it's a Packers win. Um, Do we? But the Bears' defense is so good. No, because that's where I was going. It was you was going back. Bears. You was going Bears, right? Yeah. Bet. Okay, I'm going Bears. Too. I'm going Bears too. Okay, okay. So we do know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, Falcons Vikings. Man, um, ooh, this is a tough one. Um, I'm gonna have to go. Dang. They messed around in the play in the um, preseason a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're and playing in at, Minnesota. You looked at it, right? It's kind of like I thought of Vikings. What I see is Delvin Cook. Mm-hmm. Delvin Cook looks ready to go, but who knows when he's going to be not ready to go. Um, you, you just don't know. Their, their secondary for Atlanta is just not there yet, bro. Nope. Like, I just don't think they have a great secondary. Even though Keanu Neal is back from injury – uh, Ricardo Allen is kind of you know roaming back there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still unsure if that secondary is is there. Cornerback right. um, wise, I know I don't think they can mess around with Diggs and Thielen, so I think this would be like an offensive situation. So um, if I had to kind of you know give it a go, if Cook is good and if the guys on the outside are good, right? Um, mm-hmm. If Thielen is okay, because I'm hearing you know he's questionable. Um, if Diggs is good, then I'm going Vikings. I'm going Vikings too. Um, mainly for everything you just said. There's not much to add to that. Um, Washington Eagles. <laughs> Washington. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying that name. <laughs> okay. I'm going Washington. Oh, you're. Oh, you were making your pick. Your pick. Yeah, I'm going Washington in Philly. Yeah, I think, I'm. I'm. I'm thinking. Um, Are Case you being serious Keenum, right now? I'm thinking he's gonna come through and give y'all the shellacking of a lifetime. <laughs> I'm thinking Paul Richardson Jr. is about to really flash on y'all, man. I don't think y'all have anything for. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now I'm gonna tell you who I do think will flash though. I think Darius Geist tomorrow would be good. I think he's gonna be really good, and I think yeah. tomorrow people will remember the name Chris Thompson. Okay, okay. Um, like I think I think in the passing game, I think he'll still be um, viable. Um, and then I think they have a they have a good stable of running backs. You know what I mean? They have yeah. a good stable of running backs, and that's about it. That's all. Um, yeah, and Vernon Josh Davis too. I really flash on y'all tomorrow too, man. <laughs> I mean, whenever y'all play, I'm sorry. Uh, Sunday, so, yeah. So actually, I mean, no, bro. I don't think Washington has a shot. Like, I don't. I don't think it's gonna even be close. You remember that game, long, long time ago when Vic, um, it was Vic, Deshaun, like Sean McCoy, and y'all played against Washington, and the score was like 28-0 <laughs> before you turned on the television. Yeah. It might be like that, <laughs> and it may be Deshaun. <laughs> <laughs> And you know why I think that that's, that is also possible. That's not that's the, that is the case. Uh, they don't have Trent Williams. 
So it's going to be very hard for them to get a lot off on the offense. Trent Williams will not be there to hold that lineup. So, and Adrian Peterson already said during camp he's he can feel the difference between having Williams there and not having him there. And it's a huge difference. So I'm taking Philly in that one as well. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's gonna be um I don't think it's gonna be close. Not but the first game is always the game where upsets can happen. Oh yeah. And it's and it's always a team that you just don't expect it to happen. Last year, it was the Bucks versus the Saints, mm-hmm. and the Bucks just came out swinging, and nobody thought they had anything because they were starting on um, Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. But they just came out swinging, and I knew that. that you know this was, was almost the pinnacle of their season. Yeah, <laughs> and it really was. It was, and it was that was the lowest Super Bowl. point of the Saints season. Yeah. Um. So I would say. You know, you got to be careful in that first week for the for the um, you know, for the upsets because the defenses haven't caught, haven't caught up yet. All the stuff that we worked on in camp hasn't haven't we haven't had to do it for four straight quarters. Right. You know what I mean. Right. And there's some, and still, I don't know. Still and I haven't win. seen Winch. Yeah, he hasn't played preseason, so that that's. But I think this is a good practice run for him, going against Washington. Um, what is uh. What what's your prediction for the Monday night matchup uh, for one of them, uh, Texans Saints? The Saints, um, man, they always start off real slow. Every season, they start off extremely slow, and we're talking about going against a fully healthy Texans team. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, minus Lamar Miller, but <laughs> but. <laughs> With Duke Johnson Jr. now Carlos Hyde. Uh-huh. DeAndre Hopkins is just great. Um, but Will yeah. Fuller will be there. Mixed with Kenny Stills, who will also be there. And Will Will Fuller. That's what I'm saying. Will Fuller and Kenny Stills. Uh-huh. I'm going to tell you like this. Straight up. The Saints don't have a guy in the slot who can run with Fuller or Steals. Ooh. There's not one guy in this slot who can run with either one of those. They do have a rookie, Chauncey Garner Johnson, mm-hmm. who can who can possibly run a little bit with um with these guys. But he'll have to from here until day one He'll have to outright beat out Patrick Robinson. Now, Patrick Robinson can run, mm-hmm. right? But Patrick Robinson has been getting burnt all preseason long. Right. Every game, he's getting burnt <laughs> by somebody. <laughs> and it's not and, – and it, but it was never in the slot, though, which, which confuses just a little bit because it was never in the slot. It's always when he's asked to be a boundary corner. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Whenever he's a boundary corner, then he's getting burnt out there, whether it's, you know, no matter who it is. But when in the slot, he's a technician. Like, he's a specialist in the slot. Uh-huh. And that's who he was for you guys. Uh-huh. But he can still be burnt. And the two guys who can burn you, <laughs> like nobody else in, in the game right now, I believe, is Will Fuller, right? Well, uh-huh. I'm sorry, there's multiple. But these are guys 
who can really burn you, especially from the slot. Will Fuller and and Stills. Mm-hmm. And they can rival almost anybody except for Tariq Hill. So what I'm saying, if Houston can get their line together, which will be the key here, if they can get their line together, because mm-hmm. the Saints will blitz a lot because they have to. Mm-hmm. They're getting no production from Marcus Davenport in the preseason, right? So they'll have to blitz. Mm-hmm. So um, if they're blitzing and, you know, and he gets to, and uh, Washington can buy time, and they have enough time to um, to target the slots, then they can burn you with the two guys, even if Hopkins, you know, gets involved but not as yeah. involved. Yeah. Because Marshawn Lattimore, Marshawn Lattimore is good. He ain't locking down Hopkins. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah. Just straight up. Like, Brown had a field day with him, right? Mm-hmm. Julio Jones, when he decided to, had a field day with him. And he, and he is a guy who doesn't get started until week three. I don't know right. what's his deal, but it's true, right? Last year, Mike Evans killed him in game one. Later on in the season, not the case. Yeah. So. so um, he's a late bloomer. He's a late season bloomer. I don't know what his deal is. <laughs> now, he did have one uh, spectacular play two weeks ago in the third week of the preseason when he ripped the ball from um, from Montgomery. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, um, when he didn't take it back for a touchdown, but he took it back pretty far. That, that was a good play for him in the preseason. At the same time, my prediction is Houston beats the Saints by maybe 14. Really? Yep. Go back okay. through the history of the Saints. Yeah. They yeah. never. They don't win in week one. They just don't. Even every year that the Saints have turned out to be great, they, the year of the Minnesota Miracle, I oh, think yeah, they started yeah, off yeah. the season losing. Yeah, weren't the, they like 0-3 or something like that? Yeah, whatever, well, 0-2 going into the 0-2. Carolina game. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I mean, or maybe zero and three. I don't remember. I just remember they had that turnaround in Carolina last year. Um, they lost the first game of the season. Got killed. Killed by Tampa. <laughs> they just don't start off hot, bro. Yeah. And um, and I don't foresee them starting off hot against this extremely explosive Houston team. Ooh. Well, we will see. We will see. Um. Next next time we're gonna have to get into fantasy after you know week one matchups and see what what's what. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's gonna be fun. Yeah, because uh, I, I I think and I drafted um, <clears throat> the Saints defense on a couple of my teams. So I'm kind of, it... <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but. The uh, the one one of the matchups that I have, I'm I'm gonna blow him out by like twenty five points, I think. So I don't care. I, I can lose. You should blow him out by twenty one points. Probably more than that. I, I just I, I don't even remember the the predictions, but they had me winning a lot. Like I think they predicted me like seventy two percent, something like that. So, good lord. Yeah, I'll be good. Yeah, we got to talk about um, we got to talk about where your your um. What your teams look like this season? Uh, yeah, and mainly we need to talk about the uh, the league we're in together. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, but always great talking to you, bro. Yeah, man. Um, I'm excited, bro. Yeah, a, a ton of stuff going on. Anything you want to plug? Um, yeah, yeah, yo, we just interviewed Chris Broussard again on our network. Um, Hugh Douglas came through. That was dope. Um, both of those interviews up right now. Um, you can catch them on our podcast, but you can also um, catch them 
uh, on our sports and music show on Dash Radio. And if you want that music bed and you want the whole show feel, you're going to get that on um, on Dash Radio, bro. Um, we have a lot of shows coming up. Never forget our MMA show every Friday that's that's dropping. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just a lot happening. And we have a lot more interviews coming up. And we also have a new show unveiling, um, you know, just started at the start of the season. We've already put in like three episodes for, for this show. But the show is called Expert Fantasy Football Advice Last Year. Um, I started this show. Start bringing on experts from around the country in fantasy football. Okay. And bro, I won six out of seven of my leagues last year. Where? I'm yeah. Okay. Not playing. You were in some of them. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, did those six. <laughs> I won six out of seven leagues last year, bro. And on top of that, right, this year we got the guys coming through, bro. We are our calendar is locked up from here. Until when, golly, our calendar is locked up from here, and our late latest one is November fourth. So every single oh. week, we're gonna get new, um, new experts around the fantasy world. There's this little league called the Scott Fish Bowl, bro. All the big time fantasy guys are in there, and a lot of those guys are coming to our show, and they're gonna be um just just talking. I mean, just giving everybody the best advice that they possibly can. So um, you know, hopefully people get a chance to listen to our show we'll definitely check that out definitely check that out uh as usual um you guys uh catch us on all social media platforms uh ots guys um we have a lot of stuff coming just uh uh well just launched another podcast um the boulevard uh and 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 uh, perennial powerhouse they're on there i think they're like third or fourth episode now but yeah, you guys go check those out, uh, and 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 uh, we'll have some Yo, more stuff you, coming to you. You tell them about life is a botch, and you got um life is a botch. Yeah, that one's coming out in October. That's a wrestling podcast. So for all you uh, wrestling fans, um, definitely look out for that. Um, and then the other one is this show. So yeah, we we show no uh, this one, the sideline guys. Yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. and they, what's the other one with the helmet, the white helmet? Oh, that's uh, that's perennial powerhouse podcast. That's the SEC yeah. podcast. Yeah, that joint, that joint yeah. looks dope too. Yeah, so yeah, bro, you'll have to get on there one day when um when they're talking about uh, college football. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't discuss college football because I don't know it. So that's not my lane. I just produce the show. <laughs> 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 yeah, but. We have a lot of stuff coming to you guys, so definitely be on the lookout for that, man. I'm excited, man. Yes, sir. Uh, 